Welcome to the third episode of Race Transfers, a Fantasy Premier League podcast. My name is Harsh and I'm joined by my co-host Lavesh. So how many goals did Arsenal score against the newly promoted Brentford Lavesh? Yeah, I mean Arsenal is looking pretty directionless right now. You know all those guys saying trust the process. Uh, I think uh, it will be interesting to see how long Arteta lasts. Uh, we'll see if the team can put up any sort of fight against Chelsea or City. Let's see. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for for now, fingers crossed for Arteta and boys. Looking forward to the uh, next two three Arsenal games. Anyway, moving into the FPL side of things, I scored around ninety eight points in game week one with my captain scoring a hat trick. Uh, against Leeds, and uh, it was a pretty decent week in my opinion. How was your week, Lavish? Oh yeah, I mean you're off to a flyer, Harsh, and good good start for me as well. Most of the players fired. Salah captain came through as he has in many previous opening game weeks, and uh, I got a total of ninety seven. Yeah, see that's a decent start, and I never thought that us scoring ninety seven, ninety eight points will make us feel. like an average player to be honest but it is what it is and let's move to the next week's fixture and and talk about the players which we feel who who can do good i'll cover the data side of things and uh, i'm trusting you to back the i test uh, so shall we start lovish uh, so first fixture is at anfield uh, with liverpool taking on burnley although their recent games have been pretty kg i think liverpool should win this one Salah is again a prime captaincy option. I think Burnley didn't look too comfortable against Brighton, and they were especially tentative on the left side. It will be interesting though to see uh, whether the same front three will start or will we see Firmino back in the side. Both Jota and Firmino they look pretty lively, I must say. You know another popular uh, FPL asset Simicas was very much involved. He linked up well with Mane on the left side, and was even on corner kicks. See the other major factor is they are playing their first game of the season at Anfield with home crowd uh, backing them up, so that is one of the reason I think Liverpool players will shine. I had Semikas in my game week one, and and if I be honest, I am more than happy with him. He took he did fifteen crosses and took around two shots in the box, which is equal to Jota. But the hot question is for Mane owners. like what should they do with him should they keep him for another game week or is it a sell yeah well i felt mane was you know too wide most of the game even when in central spaces shooting didn't look sharp either the shots were wide or they were hitting the defenders and even from from a data standpoint referred from fantasy football hub mane's xgi the goal involvement was 0.46 compared to Jota and Salah who who registered 1 and 1.4 respectively for a 12 million asset this is a concern and in my opinion it's a sell given you already own two other liverpool players and there are plenty other options available yeah i feel the same i think there are better options in the premium range now uh, moving on to the aston villa versus newcastle game this one could be interesting Villa looked pretty disjointed against Watford the other day, and uh, they only slightly improved after Bailey's introduction at the 60th minute. And I believe he starts this weekend. Heavily owned asset Dennings, he didn't receive much service throughout the game and was lucky to convert a penalty. 
you know defense in particular it looked pretty shaky on the counter attacks and emi martinez frankly he didn't have a chance on the last two watford goals before jumping on to the stats i want to share an observation which i made uh, during that game i felt that post grealish departure everyone in aston villa is trying to be the next grealish and it was mcgill's worldy and traoré's trickery which earned them two goals apart from that they were not creating that many chances they looked like bunch of individuals uh, playing in a pitch on a pitch rather than an aston villa side talking about non penalty xg ings had zero in my opinion villans will take time to settle down the way uh, chelsea took last season talking about the position side of the things uh, they did keep 63% position and uh, considered on the counter which can be something which elens and maximen and wilson can exploit what's your take on newcastle well i think newcastle is here to attack this season uh, they can give us you know decent fpl options early on especially with that fixture run which they have against west ham they were pushing you know many men forward with almost uh, 3 4 5 bodies in the box on every cross and i think we could be seeing more of this going forward also villac will feature this weekend and villac and maximen almiron are all great ball carriers uh, and i think this is something which can hurt villa yeah and talking about newcastle i think they were unfortunate with the penalty call but attacking stats were really encouraging for newcastle they had 17 shots on goal and goal attempt every 5 and a half minute they were among the top four teams including their opponent west ham to register such attacking returns statistically it looks like an upset to me where i'm predicting newcastle to score two three goals yeah uh, talking about upsets i think next uh, next up we have man city versus norwich are we on for another pookie party at etihad sadly it looks very unlikely you know norwich allowed far too many passes in the box against pool and the same thing can prove too costly against city I feel City assets will have a field day, and I think we can expect some big hauls there. Yeah, and uh, couldn't agree more, Lavish. We all know that a one-zero loss Manchester City is the scariest Manchester City to face. It will be disrespectful if I pull up the stats, shots in goal, and, and the chances created by Manchester City players against Tottenham. It's an opportunity for Mahrez owners to to capitalize and and gain that FPL returns. but the major upside is by owning kevin de bruyne he will be in the thick of things and for all the bane owners which we talked about earlier i think this can be a potential transfer for them money to kdb and giving the armband to kevin de bruyne and get good fpl returns correct that's there and i think also gundogan's injury is a wait and watch uh, grealish can be a potential transfer option for anybody who's looking at a similarly priced city asset and i think another thing to keep an eye on is uh, who plays striker this weekend frankly i do not see torres keeping his place jesus may get the nod ahead or i feel even we may see even sterling uh, start through the middle so there is always unpredictability uh, when we talk about the attacking side of manchester city i have a manchester city defender and i'm pretty confident that diaz will start in game week 2 i'm expecting a clean sheet from him but i would not recommend anyone to waste their transfer on bringing a manchester city defender for this game week in terms of gundogan's replacement the lad from their neighbors looks 
tasty to me mason greenwood and uh, shall we talk about the southampton versus man united because that can be one of the goal scoring fest uh, in this game week oh yeah i mean manchester united were too hot against leeds uh, i think they are hungry and they are here to score plenty of goals and i wonder how bruno camp you know rather bruno camp is consoling themselves surely many must have already raised transferred him in it was a nightmare uh, for all the uh, fpl manager who were watching that game and not owning bruno fernandes but yeah that's what he does and uh, i think there will be a lot of early transfer involving bruno fernandes uh, and talking about the southampton side i think they look defenseless bruno and greenwood can thrive but the bigger question is with pogba the way fpl managers are jumping on to him it's it's a start of bandwagon in game week 1 i have already uh, three assets from manchester united so i am not even thinking about paul pogba but what's your take love i mean even willian gave three assists in game week 1 and he was an early bandwagon which didn't even leave the station so i am not reading too much into it as of now and speaking of bandwagons richarlison has already moved to 7.6 we saw plenty of crosses against southampton with both dcl and richarlison looking dangerous you know how leeds defend against this uh, i think will decide the fate of everton attacking assets absolutely and uh, leeds look look defensively poor against manchester united and uh, with richarlison on penalties it is definitely one of the best striker option to consider along with his partner Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I am a Rafinha owner and looking at the defensive numbers of Everton, I'm concerned uh, about another potential blank coming in in this game week 2. The only hope is the morale boost of Leeds fan coming back to their stadium, but still I'm not too confident. I'm expecting a goal from DCL or Richarlison though, but uh, not sure about how Leeds will do. Yeah, and I think on the topic of potential blanks, Harvey Barnes is a concern for me. He was just too wide against Wolves, and I'm not sure how much space he will get against a tight West Ham defence. Leicester as a whole didn't create much in that game, and uh, I think they were even lucky to come away with a clean sheet. Still, Barnes is a hold for me for now, at least uh, since their third fixture is against Norwich. Yeah, and and that's the thing, Lavish. I think uh, we brought in Rafinha and Barnes as a differential, and and the fear of missing out if they haul is so immense that we can't risk to transfer them out uh, after their one game week performance. Talking about this game in particular for Leicester, I think it was Wardy's sharp finish which gave them the goal, and uh, Wolves missed a lot of chances with Traore in particular. The next game for Leicester against West Ham that looks like a defensive encounter to me, and even from West Ham's end, they were lucky to get the first goal against Newcastle, and uh, there was a controversial penalty involved with Murphy and Fornals. So I'm expecting that it is unlikely to repeat uh, those fluke goals, and I'm not so bullish on uh, Ben Rama or any West Ham assets right now. I already own Antonio. but not thinking of bringing anyone in but you know historically this has been a high scoring fixture as both the teams don't fancy too much possession and play rather direct you know let's talk about wolves versus spurs now 
three points already in the bag spurs would go for another win here you know son looked dangerous against city he scored the winner and had multiple attempts on goal you know although i must say uh, wolves defensive numbers look pretty solid from the first game week and they could be tough to break yes wolves do look impressive to me and one of the exciting games of this week is nuno facing his old club i'll be closely following the kane saga though because if he stays then it will be another dimension into son's attacking potential but on the other side what if kane is at center and son is moved to wing uh what if that impacts his uh, goal scoring performance so i'll be observing spurs for now regulon is also catching my eye from spurs and as far as wolves is concerned i think it is it is a question post game week 4 of how to jump on that uh, wolves assets correct yeah i think that's there it's still a wait and watch next game that i'm pretty excited about is brighton versus watford i think this is going to be a major audition for multiple fpl assets both brighton and watford have pretty decent fixtures in the medium term you know sar and company they looked threatening against villa brighton to registered a comeback victory also mope seemed uh, like a decent shout after last season's nightmare owning mope i'm nowhere near thinking about whether to bring mope or not but talking about brighton in particular i think they kept 66% position against burnley which was one of the highest and uh, in watford versus aston villa game watford kept only 38% position even though they were playing at home so for me it's like a match made in heaven one team likes to play position and the other likes to play counter i think it was burnley's lack of attacking uh, capabilities that they couldn't capitalize on the defensive errors which brighton made but uh, watford has that potential to punish them if this uh, defensive mistake continues then sar and boys can score on these counters and sar in particular is the one to watch for this game week i'm pretty bullish on him and uh, i i think watford can win this and uh, sar can give you good fpl returns yeah i think sanchez already feels like an early mistake elsewhere raya kept a clean sheet got a bonus and even a save point see uh, talking about raya and other brentford assets i'm not too keen right now because based on the game week 1 super high average i'm expecting very low wild cards in game week 2 so there is no point uh, wasting your transfer on a goalkeeper and particularly brentford versus crystal palace and arsenal versus chelsea are the fixtures where the ownership of most of the fpl managers is only on tony and for us being a brentford and arsenal supporter it is better not to predict the outcome of these games and jinx it Yeah I mean currently we have low ownership from these teams but if Tony blanks again <laughs> there will be few rage transfers I'm sure Yeah uh, I hope that Tony becomes the new Bamford from last season and not the new Mitrovic from last season my fingers are crossed and I'll be cheering for Ivan Tony to bag a goal of or two against Crystal Palace as it stand is the same team for both of us and sala as a captain given no injuries from any of our fpl teams my strong captaincy shout and a transfer option is kdb and uh, differential is sar from watford what about you lavish for me safest is bruno and i think differential could be any of the city yes uh, i i feel that 
City boys can thrive this game week and I can see 4-0 final on the cards for Manchester City against Norwich. Anyway, it was a good talk uh, regarding our FPL game week to strategies and discussions on on every every fixtures. Thanks Lavesh for joining and special thanks to all the listener for tuning in. Good luck for game week 2. <laughs>